You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Jeremy Brunette, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 45. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on the first episode of Profiles for the new year, 2016. This is January 1st. And we've added one more question, and we've switched around the questions a little bit. So if you're used to hearing profiles, it's going to sound a tad bit different in the beginning, but um, otherwise, it's the same show. This isn't the first episode, though. If this is your first show you're listening to, this is actually episode 45, as we said in the intro. So here's the first question on profiles. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Jeremy Brunette, and I work for Los Alamos National Laboratory. It always sounds so cool when people say that because <laughs> you don't. Yeah, it does. It's it's kind of a prestigious thing. It's kind of it's kind of exciting to get to say it. It really is. Really is. And we've oddly enough interviewed somebody else from Los Alamos National Laboratory, David yeah, Holtkamp. So, kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's the new question: What is your educational status? And by that I mean, what degree do you have, or are you pursuing, or degrees for that matter? Okay, I currently have a my highest degree is a master's in professional archaeology from the University of Nebraska. All right, and how long have you been working in CRM? Well, full-time, I'm less than a year now. I've done a little bit off and on through school here and there, and also my thesis project was kind of a combination CRM and um, academic project where we partnered with the Midwest Archaeological Center to do a project in south-central Oklahoma. So that was kind of a really good way to throw myself into into CRM as part of my education. And it was kind of a good opportunity. I wish more students had that opportunity. Yeah. So you did not do CRM before your master's degree, right? I did not. I, I actually I'm got into archaeology later in life. Um, in my younger years, I was actually in construction. And then when the recession hit in 2008, I decided that I'd follow my dream of going back to school. And so I did that, and I started studying history at Adams State University in Colorado, mm-hmm. and um, I took a anthropology class and met Dick Goddard there, the professor, and was just fascinated by it. And I was like, "Wow, I I thought I really liked history, but this this <laughs> is exactly the way I think, and exactly what I'm really interested in." And so uh, he talked me into doing his field school, and I was hooked. And so. Uh, I basically switched from history to anthropology in a year to work my tail off to get an anthropology degree and then went straight into a master's program. And then I was thinking about going on to a PhD, but um, once I got out into working, and especially here in Los Alamos, I've got really a great job. And so I've decided to kind of put the PhD on hold for now and just work full time. And I love it. I love doing CRM. Nice. Well, you've got plenty of time for that. I know a lot yeah. of people get their PhD in this field, you know, in their in their fifties. Hell, two of my professors in my undergrad were new PhDs, and they were both in their late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I think it happens quite often. Yeah, so. exactly. All right, next question: Where have you worked? That might be a simple question for you to answer right now. Like, what states have you worked in? <laughs> well, yeah, primarily, of course, New Mexico is where I am now. I've right. also done a little bit of work in Colorado, 
and Oklahoma, and I did just a tiny bit in Nebraska when I was there. Okay. And this is also a probably easier question for you to answer, but what is the position you usually have in CRM and what is the highest position you've held? And by that, I mean field tech, crew chief, et cetera. Yeah, essentially, um, you could probably call me a field tech. My official position is um, right now a postmaster student. So it's kind of an internship type position still. So the way the way the government works is a little bit different as far as categorizing field techs and that sort of thing. So essentially just a title, but I do field tech work. Okay. All right. Now here's the fun questions. What's the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? Oh, I could go on and on about this. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing is that it really um, has allowed me to really broaden my horizons. I mean, I've had opportunities to do things with technology and bring in different ideas and work with people that have all sorts of backgrounds. I mean, really the cool thing about archaeology is that Everybody is very different. It seems like there's a lot of diversity. So you meet people from all different backgrounds, all different experience levels. And when you put that together and get to work as a team, you can do some pretty cool stuff. So that's that's probably the best thing that's happened to me. Awesome. And what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? Well, that's a hard thing. I think uh, there is a divide between academia and the CRM profession that I think is is unnecessary. Um, I wish that we could find a way to work and communicate better. I mean, I guess that's uh, my new graduate person kind of talking that way. But <laughs> the other thing is um, the transitory nation, nature and how uh, it's hard to get health insurance and how to and hard to to really. Uh, you know, be ha, be very stable, and because I'm older and I have a family, that's that's kind of a scary thing to think about shovel bumming it and trying to be gone from my family for nine months out of the year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll probably get a little comfortable there at uh, Los Alamos with a, a steady job and a steady location, huh? Yeah, for sure. It's it's yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> of course, there's worse places to get comfortable. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. We're pretty fortunate. There's lots of amazing archaeology here and beautiful climate, so can't yeah. beat it. Absolutely. All right. Now, you mentioned a PhD earlier, but uh, as a broader question, what is your career goal in CRM? Well, actually, that's kind of changed. Um, my pie in the – well, what I'd really like would be to be able to get a permanent position here at Los Alamos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not totally sure whether that will happen or not, but I'm doing everything I can to make it happen. Um, if that doesn't happen, um, I'm definitely open to a PhD, and I'm kind of interested in open my, opening my own company possibly someday and running projects. So, Awesome. All right. Final question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? I think that probably the best piece of advice that I would give someone is uh, get to know your professors, um, get out in the field, find opportunities to, to actually do field work. And don't say no, you know, I mean, there are opportunities that come up here and there are chances where you can kind of say, yeah, I'll do it or be the first one to jump on opportunities. I think, I think take those opportunities, first of all. And the other thing is, like I said, just do everything you can to get as much field experience as you can do. Of course, make sure you do a field school. Um, field schools oftentimes come with more opportunities, at least for me, they did to, to do even more field work. So take advantage of those things. Um, Work hard to get along with people. This 
I mean, archaeology really, when you think about it, it's a pretty small field. There aren't a whole lot of people in it. We're a pretty small world. So be nice. Don't, uh, you know, don't be a jerk and try to get along with people. And that's how the opportunities will come. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Dot com.